0: Thank <laughs> you. That's what I'm talking about, welcome to the folder. This is Ruben. It's nice to be back on here. Uh, the last uh episode, I should have just named it You Know, you know, so that was kind of a kind of rough start right there, but you know what, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go on and uh move forward from this. So I've learned a little bit, you know, so I'm not gonna be saying you know a lot, so you know. Okay. Um. So I, I wanted to do a different episode, but you know, I I was thinking about what I was gonna do, uh, today, and I think I am gonna I'm gonna do something on uh like, you know, on forgiveness, cause there's a lot there's a lot of things that uh, go on in our lives, and sometimes we don't know what to do, and you know, it can be from having anger, having you know, sadness, having heartbreak, having any kind of things, you know, you know, that we haven't done ourselves, but that in some form or fashion, somebody else has caused this to happen. And sometimes we hold on to things and we don't know how to let it go. We don't know how to move on from something like that, uh, certain things. And, You know, today I'm going to kind of talk a little bit about about this, but I'm going to start off with uh, this thing called uh, the reflection. It says, I spoke with an old friend today. We hadn't seen each other in a long time. He asked me about some deep things. He asked about getting guidance. He asked about what I thought about it all. I started off with, you see, there are two sets of people in this world, the willing and the broken. Automatically, he tells me that he is broken. He tells me that he knows he is not perfect and is at fault for some things. He says he was pushed aside, beat up, mocked, and left broken. He began to cry and started showing me scars that were all over him. I looked at them in amazement. I had never seen so many. He pointed to some that had been there since his childhood. Then he pointed to some that were there from his teenage years. He reminisced about some in his 20s, and laughed at some from his 30s. Still, there were some scars that looked healed, but very far from healing. This broken man, standing in front of me with waterfalls, its tears, and fists hitting the ground with the force of a bomb. What could I say? What could I gather in my brain? What words could I form to help this desperation of a man in front of me? I walked slowly to him, put my hand on his shoulder, and said, Your brokenness has weakened your best remedy to stand. I told him that the willingness to stand was greater than the pain he felt. No one could ever feel what it was like to be left to fend, protect, and fight for yourself. But he has started by speaking out to me. I began to help him stand to his feet. I told him to stand straight, chest out, and to look forward. I assured him that no one will ever understand these eternal scars that mark him for life, but that each scar is a story of the willingness to overcome. He cracked a half smile, wiped his eyes, nodded and turned around and began to walk just the way a willing man should. From that time forward, I never seen my broken friend again. So you see, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of scars that that happen that we have in our lives. And sometimes we just can't get rid of it because it seems that Every time that we try to get rid of them, we look at that scar. We look upon it or, you know, we're, we're, we're um, rubbing the sweat up off of our arms or off of our brow or something. And we kind of brush our fingertips on these scars and we start thinking about where they came from. Why are they still there? You know, why why did this have to happen to me and things like that? You know, and a lot of things, you know, that I'm going to be saying is it's from experience it's from different things that, that I've gone through. It's different things that I've seen people gone through. You know, I'm not going to be giving no names uh, or anything like that. You know, the only time that I will do that is if somebody actually wants to come in and tell their story or they want to they want me to share their story, you know, on this. So what I want to talk about is forgiveness. What is forgive? Forgive is stop it angry or resentful towards someone for an offense a flaw or a mistake to cancel a debt see a lot of times we fall into this this debt that we think that we owe somebody that we think that we owe uh, you know our lives to uh, not knowing what to do or what to come out of this so what i'm saying is that we have to learn how to dig deep and look at these scars look at this this resentment look at this anger look at this hurt inside of us and see what can we do about it because all it does it creates something in us it creates bitterness anger it creates um it creates physical harm if it it creates mental harm if it creates emotional harm spiritual harm all these things because we don't forgive forgiveness is something very hard to do it is very difficult to forgive somebody if they have hurt you or if they did anything like i need to forgive my parents you know there could be a lot of people that have issues uh with parents and I'm talking about bad parents. I'm not talking about kids that just don't, that just want to do what they want to do, get out of the house, not listen to parents be, you know, be rebellious, do things like that, you know? And I'm not talking about parents, you're going to be strict. you're going to sit down, you're going to eat when I tell you to, you're going to do this, you're going to do that and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm talking about parents that love you, parents that uh, that, uh, went through something themselves as children, Young adults, but I'm talking about a, uh, you know, like something bitter that happened, like in your childhood or something like that, you know, and it's it's hard to to forgive, especially as a as a little kid, uh, seeing a lot of different things that go on in your household, um, seeing a lot of, uh, you know, kids grow up with uh, without a, a a father figure without a dad in the house and, or without a mom in the house. Cause it goes, it, it, it goes both ways. It's just not one way. Like, Oh, you know what? The dad's not there, but you know, sometimes the mom's not there either. But the thing is, is that as kids, as teenagers, as young adults, we take all these things and we hold it inside. We take all this anger. We take all this bitterness. We take all this hatred sometimes and we hold it inside and we just keep it there. And it stays there and it festers as you're growing up, as you're going through things, as you're going, you know, through new things, especially as a teenager, you're going through puberty, you're going, you know, you're like a a, a boy or a girl and, uh, and all these different things come into your life, but we still have this hatred, we still have this bitterness, we still have all this stuff in our lives. And sometimes we don't know how to... Uh, move forward in something like that because we have all this stuff that is weighing us down um like uh like for me for instance like I went through some stuff and things like that and it took me a long time to get, forgive my father for different things i was already in my 30s you know when when uh i really sat down and i thought about my life and me and my my dad you know i was working with my dad We were driving and for some reason there was this really awkward silence and he was driving and I was on the passenger side. We were going to a job and it was kind of late, you know, in the evening and we were quiet and then all of a sudden, you know, I, I'm not going to go into like great detail, but, you know, I ended up telling my dad, dad, I forgive you for everything that you did. You know, I love you. I hated you for this amount of time, but now I forgive you. You know, I was, you know, I was going to church. I had, I had, you know, I had seen a different way. Um, and I, and I, and I know that, that, you know, it was God that, that he changed my heart and he changed it in such a way that I told my dad, that I forgive you for everything. And at that moment, all this burden came off of me. So I was like, Oh man, I felt so light. And I was walking around and I was like, Oh, this is so awesome. You know? And, uh, I could see in my dad's face, you know, that he was like, "Oh man, you know, this is." It's like he was waiting for a long time to hear this, you know. But the way my dad is, he was very, very quiet, and he's like, "Thank you, thank you, Mijo, thank you, son." That's what he told me, and I felt great because I did that, you know. And uh, maybe it's with a with the sibling, maybe one of your siblings has done something to you, and And I'm not saying that we hold a grudge because we're not supposed to hold a grudge, but we have that, like, you know, why do they do this to me? They're my brother or my sister. Why did they do this to me? How could they do this? I'm just not somebody off the street that they can do it to, you know, and sometimes we have to look at everything because we grow up in different eras and uh, you know, we're, we have younger siblings, we have older siblings we have some in the middle. You know, sometimes we have siblings everywhere. But why do they do that to me? Because I'm not somebody off the street. I'm their blood. Sometimes we just have to take into consideration what happened to your siblings. If, especially if you have older ones, you don't know what they went through. Because sometimes, you know, like me being one of one of the oldest siblings, sometimes I'm not going to tell my younger siblings anything. Because that's like, I'm like, it's not like it's none of their business. It's like, that's something personal to me. And if I want to tell them something, I'm going to tell them alone or in a group. That's just my preference. It can be like that with you or with uh, your family or with your siblings. But you don't have to say anything. You can just keep it inside of you. But we can't let that hold us down because it holds us down. It gets, you, it gets you physically down. And the more we think about things, the more we get angry, the more we pull it back from the past, it starts to weigh on you. It starts to, you know, become a thorn on your side and it starts to bother you again. And it's like you're reliving the whole thing all over again. And I'm not saying it's easy to let it go. Just let it go and it'll be all right. No, but you have to take that and you have to turn it into something positive. Turn it into like, Hey, you know what? I know we had our misunderstandings. We're cool. I got you. You got me. And that's all. Now, I'm not saying you have to bend over backwards and just start going crazy like, oh, you know what, this, this and that. And start like hanging around your siblings like every single day, you know, you know, 24-7. No, I'm not saying that. But I am saying that sometimes you have to kind of just not think about stuff like that because at the end of the day, family is all you got, especially your immediate family. That's your link to your past and that's the link to your future. So we have to remember that, you know, maybe it's a it's a child. Maybe one of your kids is like going nuts, and you don't know what to do. You know, they're like, "Oh man, this kid went off and did this. Oh, this kid went off and did that. This kid's doing this. This kid's saying this. This kid's acting like this." And sometimes, uh, I'm not saying that we hold a grudge towards our kids, but sometimes we like we we get hurt because. It feels like they hurt us because you know we want a a good life for our kids. We want we want our kids to be the best. We want the best for our kids. But somewhere down the line, there's like this little glitch that happens, you know, in everybody's life. I'm not saying that every that every that there's one person that is perfect. That's impossible. You know, if there was only one person that was perfect, and that's Jesus, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it straight out. But when you're living on this earth, nobody is perfect. You're all going to have, we're all going to have a glitch. We're all going to go through something. We're all going to put our parents through something. We're all going to, our kids are going to put us through things. And, you know, as the saying goes, wait till you have kids. And then you're going to understand what I'm talking about. You know, I heard it from my mom. I heard it from my dad. You know, I even said to some of my younger siblings, like you wait till you have your kids, then, you, then you're then you going to know, you know, what I'm going through. So uh, maybe they did something like that. And we got to, we got to take that and we have to, uh, you know we have to replace that hurt sometimes with something else we have to replace it with something positive we have to replace it you know especially if you have other kids you can't let the other kids just start going down the drain because you're so worried about this one you know we all it's it kind of sounds bad but we all have to live life and we have to we have to like look at our other kids we ha- but we have to also look at that one rebellious one that's off to the side cuz sometimes that's where they want to do that's where they're at that's where they're comfortable at at the time Maybe it's because, you know, I'm tired of mama and daddy telling me what to do. Maybe it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm 18 years old. I'm ready to get out of the house. So I don't want, nobody's going to tell me what to do or whatever. Maybe that's the case. You don't know. Maybe they're going through something else. Maybe it's just, so you never know. You know, that's why we always have to talk to our kids. We have to make sure that, um, that we're there for them, you know, and I, and I, this is, this is just me and this is my, this is what, uh, I think, and this is just my opinion. So I hear a lot of people saying, you know what, uh, Oh, uh, my kid is my best friend. My mom is my best. I mean, I call my son my best friend, but I call him my best friend because, you know, that, that that's just what I call him. But we have to realize and know the difference between uh, my son or my daughter is my friend and my son is my daughter do- or my daughter is my son and daughter. I'm the parent. You know, I can't you're not going to talk to me like you talk to your friends. You're not going to act with me like you. act with. Me. Yeah, we can play around but there's a difference between a friend and a parent. Parents have authority. Friends don't have authority. Friends can get you in trouble. Friends can do this. Friends can do that. Parents have the authority, you know, but maybe your kid hurts you. So we have to take that hurt and we have to turn it into something else. Help them, you know, when they come back, be ready to have them with, you know, open arms, like, Hey, I'm here to help you anytime you want. But we have to get rid of that and we have to forgive them. You know, maybe it can be with, you know, it can be with anything. Forgiveness is such a is such a hard thing to do, and uh, you know, and I'm speaking from experience. Sometimes it's, it's really hard to do because uh, you don't want to you don't want to forgive that person. That person has done you so wrong, and you're like, dude, I'm gonna hate you for the rest of my life. But we can't be like that, you know. We can't be like that because that forgiveness is actually for you. You know, you have to learn how to forgive so you can feel better because if you don't forgive that person that done you wrong that person that hurt you that person that did whatever perhaps you know they're just living life to the fullest they're living life like they didn't do nothing wrong and they could care less what's going on in your life they're living in another town they're like in another state or wherever they may be and they're just having a good old time they're laughing they're joking around you know smoking and joking whatever and we're over here at the house feeling sorry for ourselves, like, oh, why did they do this to me? Why did they do that to me? Sometimes it's all about forgiving, so you can feel better. Because once you forgive, you know, and it's 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 hard to say because we're like, oh, I'm gonna forgive, but I'm not gonna forget. You know, forgive them. I'm not saying you have to hang around with them. I'm not saying you have to call them. I'm not saying you have to do anything. But in your heart, forgive them and you're going to see how that's can that can that can change your life that can make you feel better that can you know bring you back physically mentally emotionally spiritually it can do all these things for you but you have to learn how to forgive and once you forgive that's for you because you're going to feel better you're going to feel like oh you know what man this is this is this is what i'm talking about i this is what i like this is what i this is what i i've been waiting for i've been waiting for this breakthrough to come and this is exactly what I'm gonna do so you know we have to have to forgive you know so I hope everybody kind of got something out of this get something positive out of it um, it's you know it's great to be back on this is uh, you know episode uh, episode uh, three now because I had an intro then then two and three and this was called forgive to the bone so you have to when you forgive you forgive all the way not just hold on to little things forgive all the way forgive all the way and that's what all of this is about you know i'm trying to be positive i'm trying to like push positivity in every way so let's do that so i have a few plugs this time uh, i have a American flooring co out of belton texas the owner is maurice hernandez Do floors, do, uh, you know, anything that that has to do with flooring. You know, installation of engineered hardwood, ceramic tile, carpet, vinyl plank. Uh, It's great. Honesty, integrity, faithfulness, loyalty, respect. You know, free estimates, commercial and residential. You know, call them Maurice at uh, uh, 254-226-1695 to get anything flooring done. Another person is a uh, Mr. Patrick. He's the owner of Rollaway Junk Removal and Hall. Matt Patrick is a great guy. If you have anything, if you're if you're remodeling the home, if you're you know have any kind of uh, construction going on at your house, and you just have a big pile that's sitting out there, and you don't know what to do with it, like oh I don't want to load it up, you know give give you know look up Patrick at Rollaway Junk uh, Removal and Hall. And he will hook you up. He will go over there and he will take all that stuff and he will take it to the dump. He'll load it and everything. Patrick's a great guy. You know, look him up on Facebook and he'll hook you up. And then last but not least, we have a Desert Smoke Barbecue out of Abilene, Texas. So my good friend, Mr. Juan Manuel Perez, a.k.a. Charlie, and I'll tell you about that story some other time. Man, the best barbecue you can have out there in Abilene, Desert Smoke Barbecue. Go hook him up. Veteran, great guy, and believe me, he makes some monster, monster sandwiches, and you're going to love it. Go out there, Desert Smoke Barbecue, out there in Abilene, Texas. With that, folks, come to the last part of the show. If you have any ideas, if you have any Anything you want to say about it, if you want to have uh, anything or where I'm going to be out, or if you want to plug in a business or anything, anywhere you are, you can shoot me an email at thefolder.podcast76 at gmail.com. Again, that's thefolder.podcast76 at gmail.com. And with that, I bid you adieu. Next episode, we'll be covering Generation X. Until next time, keep it 80s and God bless.